Last week we did Meet the Queens for Drag Race UK Season 3. Now it is time for Episode 1. Yes, welcome to the Drag Race Recap Show for Drag Race UK Season 3, Episode 1, The Return of Royalty. Woo, woo, woo. I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser like Razor. And you might know us from our award-winning, not really, podcast, You're Welcome America, where in every episode we translate British pop culture for America and American pop culture for Britain. You're fucking welcome. (laughs) And for the next 10 weeks, we're going to be your hosts as we recap the third season of Drag Race UK. I think that takes us to Thanksgiving, which is a little terrifying. Anyway, (laughs) this week uh, for the mini challenge, the Queens played um, Dirty Charades. It's not really a mini challenge, though, because there was no winner, but it was just a fun bit of business. A bit of bullshit, if you ask me. And on the main stage, there are two categories, Queen of Your Hometown and My Favourite Things. Uh, the top two lip-synced for a win. Uh, Crystal Versace came out on top and the bottom two uh, lip-synced for their life and Anubis sashayed away. Okay, babes. Oh, Entrances. Right, we've okay. got a lot of queens here. So I just think we should... You're pumped. I just think I we really should am. maybe just talk about the highlights of the entrances. I'm just going to sure. start right away with Ronnie G coming out. Ronnie G, um, listeners who is Veronica Green, um, she looks like she's auditioning for Wicked. Yeah. <laughs> she says the cocky slag is back. <laughs> Yeah, I, this, is. Is a, this is a wild, a wild uh, re-entrance look, but I liked it. Although yeah. I will say a little bit later on, that green was really wilting under the lights. We know Ronnie G, like she's old hat. Let's talk about the next fucking <laughs> bitch that walked in. I'm sorry. Kitty Scott Claus came in like a wrecking ball. She was amazing. What, like I loved her look, that Elwood's... Very like UK Elwoods is how I would describe that look. Cause she was Elwoods, but like almost like a fun, like Kim Woodburn dressed as Elwoods. That's what she looked oh. like to me. And it was gorgeous. What a breath of fucking fresh she is. Just, she, oh. she, she also just brought me so much joy in her boy drag. Like yeah. so smiley, so happy. I want to hang out with, I want to hang out with both of them. Also shout out to her Scylla Black impression. Yeah, Scylla Black really is good. kind of kind of like the uk regis i don't know and then also just the reference to her uh her being in a drag girls allowed group again girls allowed the uk's destiny's child i don't know but very <laughs> yeah she's in that us. and she's in that group with cheryl hall isn't she i think that's awesome oh, yeah she also she also in her boy drag looks like a very specific meme uh of someone in the audience of a tv show i don't have any more information to back that up and i would love someone to find it and and confirm what i'm saying if you know what i'm talking about it's an audience reaction meme anyway let's mm. move on well i don't know if we need to go through each and every person but i one thing i really want to highlight there are some gorgeous, gorgeous creatures on this season. Mm. Like all the, it kept them flicking to the, the boy drag, like River Medway, Scarlet Harlot, Vanity Milan, like all of them in their boy drag, Ella yeah. Day. They're hot. all really hot. It's a hot, it's a hot season for sure. Oof. I, I hot, loved hot season. I thought uh, River Medway was also a breath of fresh. I, I did not like her outfit one, one tiny bit. It was kind of a velour, <laughs> like a velour flares outfit with like a bath mat sleeve is how I would describe that. But she's, she's, she's really cute and sweet and very kind of giving me some kind of tea or coffee energy of like not being fully together, but being adorable and charming and lovely. I completely agree with that tea or coffee, um, reference point. 
Okay, actually, we've just had some live feedback from producer Bree. She has texted us the exact meme that Fraser was talking about. Still don't know where it's from, but it's just like, yeah, a, a, a boy agasp in an audience. Yep. So, yeah, Thanks, Bray. don't know where it's from. Thanks, Bree. Live feedback. Love it. Um, I want to shout out Vanity Milan because when she comes out, they all just gasp. And I was like, in, in like a really excited way. Everyone is so lovely, you yeah. know? It's very supportive. And, and, very supportive. She's in uh, a carnival look. And I love that she revealed her husband makes her costumes. It's very sweet. I think he maybe should apologize for that one. But... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, was, oh. it looked a little like one of those uh, carnival masks you'd buy from a, a party shop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Elle of a day, another attractive boy. Mm. As predicted in Meet the Queens, the musical theatre rivalry begins here between Ella and Ronnie G. There was a great reference to DFS in this moment. Did you hear that? Was there? Yeah, when Ella, <laughs> when Ella of a day walked in, Scarlett uh, whispered to someone, where'd she get those hip pads? DFS. And I was like, oh, DFS is a sofa store. <laughs> In the UK, it's kind, of, it was, it's kind of like it's not not quite the same, but it's equivalent to like a sit and sleep. Those stores you see everywhere yeah. in, in California, yes. it's that kind of that kind of thing. <laughs> Living spaces. Um, <laughs> I just now, I have to just say I know we're not doing everyone kind of one by one, but I just have to say when Scarlett was Scarlett Harlot was uh, talking about herself, she described herself as a dirty cow because of her accent she said dirty care and uh when i was watching it i had the subtitles on it said dirty car like a vehicle (laughs) beautiful there was actually a lot there was actually a lot of subtitle mistakes when i was watching it they were it was definitely a u.s subtitle that i was watching and they had no clue what was going on no um i need to probably my most important or most excited creature of the season theresa may Oh. Chorizo. Wait, wait, is it chorizo or chorizo? Chorizo. Chorizo, chorizo May. May. No, it's okay. Chorizo May. Oh my words. Okay. My, my, my notes here. She describes herself as a silly sausage, which I just yeah. love. <laughs> now, as discussed in Meet the Queens, she is, she's got her Valencia, Spain, uh, background, but she lives in Newcastle. So she's in a, a kind of matador look. Um, and we I thought ha- that her, her, Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute, babes. I know you're excited, but just chill out. I wanted to say that her boy look, her boy vibe, she's sort of like a cheeky Pixar character. <laughs> right. <laughs> I love her. I love her boy look. That kind of colorful shirt that she's wearing is awesome. No, the only oh. reason I was getting so excited is because I was saying she had the absolute best entrance line. She said, don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Hate me because I'm an immigrant. I'm sorry. That is hilarious. <laughs> so really good. good. Really so good. good. um she also at one point she just moves as well which is just wonderful um and she describes her look as uh, she looks like a flamenco doll your grandma bought in tenerife (laughs) so just to break that down one second tenerife in spain is like oh it's where you some british people might go and your grand might go would you your grand loves it it's so hot there and she needs that she needs the warmth and your grand in tenerife she'd sit by the pool but she'd still have a hot piping hot cup of tea every day by the pool. Yeah. (laughs) And then she also mentions that her favorite thing about Newcastle is his boyfriend's dick. Yeah. (laughs) She, she's a real ball of energy. I have to say just so far in general, everyone that's come in, I felt really excited about. This feels like a lot of energy and like potential. Don't you think? 
Yeah, there's no there's no um, wet wow, paper wow. bags. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> completely. And then, okay, so I think the Victoria scone, scone, scone. God, I scone. keep I keep fucking this up. Well, the, but scone. that's because Rue. That's because Rue said Victoria scone. But yeah. we. It's gone. Yeah, go yeah. for it, babes. So she, she, as we discussed in Meet the Queen, she's making history as the first uh, ever AFAB queen. And I feel like actually, like we said in, in the Meet the Queens, she's, she's quite conscious of not making that her only thing. So she kind of comes in and just really kind of goes for it. She talks about how she's very camp. She's very kind of old school. I actually loved her entrance look. I thought it was gorgeous. Really, really mm. gorgeous. Very like old dame like an old sexy dame yeah i was you know i was worried about her um because of on meet the queen she was like putting on a voice this is the voice that i do when i'm in drag and i'm like oh no that's gonna be exhausting but i realized it's just her voice but she's also she's got the vibe of like a cookie art history student who you would go to uni with do you know what i mean Totally, totally. And it actually makes sense. She, when she says she's from Portsmouth and then she just is that, that girl. She's from a small town, but yeah, moved to like a, moved to London or whatever to do art history. Like it, it all completely, completely tracks. But like she, I thought she had a really strong, strong entrance. I don't feel I agree. like one element of her entrance is going to be me remembering that she's an AFAB queen. I'm just going to remember that she made me laugh and looks really good. She, yeah, I loved her sort of final line about the AFAB business was, um, I'm bo- I was born with a vagina and it's still going strong. And then she just <laughs> moved on. Yeah. And then I thought also she, she kind of speaks and has the air of like a Sandy Toxvig. Do, you know, yes. do you know what I mean? Completely. And that's not just because she's a lesbian. No, 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 no. Just, <laughs> hey, are you trying, are you trying to like get me caught up in a trap? Is that what you're trying to do right now? <laughs> Could you feel the? Could you feel all the little parts of the trap being built around you as I said that? <laughs> I'm walking. I'm walking through like a a queer forest. I'm like, do you know what? There's a clearing over here, but it also looks like there's a net. Oh my god, I'm in the net. Anyway, moving Ooh, on. I know. I have a. I, I love. Oh, what's I have question? a question for question? you. Question. Question. We've, we've got a question. We've got a question from the audience. Yes. Yes. I have. A, I have another insult for you. Uh, moving on to Electra Fence. Did you? How did you feel seeing some representation of your people? <laughs> are you referring to the fact that she's five two yes you absolutely can okay um listeners i am five seven in physical height and as we all know from my personality my personality is about six feet five okay <laughs> and as fraser fraser you and i've discussed it before if i were taller than i am i would be terrifying yeah it's just the only thing holding you back and it, 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 it's it's the only thing tethering you to the earth so uh, <laughs> speaking of tethering to the earth uh, they show the the video of electro fence getting electrified by the fence which really really made me laugh and uh <laughs> she's another one in her boy drag adorable really cute yeah lovely cute little freckly morsel um, we've got Anubis. Anubis talks about her father's Egyptian heritage. Um, I've just written here my notes. Father's Egyptian heritage, 19, bucket hat, kid. <laughs> well, I mean, they had that moment where they just all were gathered around the table. 19! How old are you? 19! Because, <laughs> you know, we said this in Meet the Queens. Anubis in drag has a very kind of grand dame kind of look to her, doesn't she? So I think they genuinely were shocked she was 19 because she kind of... She has the air of someone in maybe their mid to late twenties doing an older look. So it's nineteen yeah. is pretty pretty fucking shocking. 
Wait, speaking of 19, isn't Christopher Satchi also 19? She, boy, is she. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. We need to talk about her next. Yeah. Her, I think her entrance look was fucking unbelievable. It was red head to toe. The makeup, like I I was just making, I was just, I couldn't get over her makeup. And then she's like, I'm basically a makeup artist. I'm like, okay, got it. Um, Someone described her as a walking IG filter. And Crystal very much talks about she's Generation Rue because she's been watching Drag Race since she was like 12. So I'm like, okay, even though you're 19, this makes sense that you're so polished and you're unbelievable because you've been, you've got seven years of just probably sitting in your bedroom absorbing all these shows. And I also just want to say, as amazing as her, her drag makeup is, her boy makeup is perfect. Yeah. Real soft, but yeah, soft, but strong, her boy makeup look. Oh. It's all, it's all highlight. <laughs> it's all glow, glows and highlights and, and polishes in that boy look. I love, I love her whole boy look. That kind of turtleneck with like the furry jacket over the top is really, mm. really strong boy look. I think in, in drag, I think, and I mean, this is the highest possible compliment. Her makeup is so like, snatched looking that it looks like she's literally someone's grabbed the back of her head and like pulled it all back like she, it's just going it's just swooping up and back you know like yeah i oh. often describe that look as as if a cartoon bomb has exploded in someone's face in like a looney tunes cartoon remember when it used to blow up in daffy duck's face and his whole face would go like up and back that's kind yeah. of the the snatched look for me <laughs> and then the final final queen was charity case and i've just written pirate wench regency question mark she yeah. is a sort of alt uh cookie queen she talks about she's performed in tokyo new york milan paris i think she mentioned vogue at one point as well yeah one of the um, one of the other queens says they saw her in vogue and she's like oh yeah i just did that <laughs> oh my god and then ronnie g had a really great line here um something like oh so you know you'd probably describe your your drag style as a pure glamour which was <laughs> hilarious because there was blood and gore and bits of go-go yeah she's she's her look was pretty fun it was kind of it was almost like a zombie like a zombie pirate wedge regency to throw in another word to your description don't you think yeah <laughs> it's look look she is incredibly talented in her, in her own world but i fear with her and we definitely get to it later it's a little bit halloween horror nights yeah, a little bit. I, I have, I have maybe some concerns about some of the girls that came towards the end of the, the entrances. I think my, one of my concerns with Crystal is that she is maybe not fun. And I, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm looking forward to being proved wrong about that because I want everyone to, to succeed. <laughs> but you just, do, you, do you know what I mean? Just, you just want everyone to have a fun old time. No, I know what you mean. She might be, she might be too, she's a kid. She might not have like yeah. properly got, like self-awareness or self-deprecation yet yeah, i don't know I just, to, not to put them against each other but i just think anubis who's the same age seems to have a real sense of fun and kind of camp and, and silliness that maybe yeah. crystal might be missing oh okay Lord. i just saw so, okay what next this piece okay, of shit well, challenge this is okay so rue comes in we've got the rue mail and then we've got this challenge now i don't think we need to spend too much time on this essentially they play a game of dirty charades um, so for example, Rue says, you know, uh, you might turn Richard the third into Richard the turd. Um, sure. So then they, they split off into, into three groups and they play this babes. Any highlights or lowlights for you? Well, the whole thing was a low light. Uh, I can't, <laughs> I can't believe that they made us watch a, a long edited segment of like a literal party game, like a parlor game. It was 
real, real bad. I mean, they, it was fun. Like the, it was all the silly puns and like Raiders of the Lost Ass and the Sperminator and sleeping with the Edema made me laugh. I feel like the, really the, the true highlights of this was Ronnie G not being able to do charades at all. <laughs> doing curious case of benjamin bumhole and at that point oh my god one of the other queens went oh poor ronnie and i was like yes Yes. (laughs) that was ella that was ella ella viday called her ronnie she's like oh ronnie babe you're not doing it right i was like oh yeah love it and another i think another highlight that you've probably are going to point out Teresa, like initially and you know we let's be real here here she is spanish speaking first so she was concerned about playing the game and then she absolutely kills it and she is so good. And she describes, she describes, I think she does uh, Blue Balls Drag Race. She says that, oh yeah, that was a piece of piss. Oh yeah. You know, she's, that really in, she's, she's really living in the UK. If she's going to describe something as a piece of piss. Oh, can, what a can, you just break that, can you break that down for the US listeners? Piece of piss, it just literally translates as that was easy. You know, oh, that was really easy. Oh, that was a piece of piss. Piece that of piss. test I just took was a piece of piss piece of piss um, and then my, my other highlight was um victoria scone who i've i've started writing my notes as vicky scone um, okay. she does a low uh a slow walk to the the pedestal with the bowl of uh the bowl of party charades in it and she does that kind of slow walk like she's dying and then she just dies on the ground and it's genuinely fucking hilarious yeah she she her comic timing is perfect like she laid face down for just long enough for it to like it went slightly too long in a way that was really really funny yeah um Next up, Rue announces what the themes are for the runway. We've got two, Queen of Your Hometown. And then the second one, which is my favorite things, but it kind of came across as like, oh, first look is Queen of Your Hometown. And the second look is, uh, I don't know, just, just stuff you might like. Just your favorite thing. What would you, what would you do for, what would you do for both of these for you? Oh my God. Queen of my hometown, what well, I'm Glasgow. I don't know, because Lawrence did such a good thing with Rennie Mac mm. with Charles Rennie Macintosh last year. I don't I, I don't know about that. And then my favorite things maybe I would do like space or like a oh I don't know. What are you what are you doing? <laughs> well I'm really struggling do, with them. <laughs> well I would do uh, I would do like a double reveal for Queen of My Hometown. It would be me as Delia Smith. And then it would be like a reveal down to like a sexy Coleman's mustard pot, or maybe oh. it'd be, maybe it would be one of the one of the other way around. I can't quite work out which way to do it, but I'd want to do sexy Delia and a a sexy Coleman's mustard pot. And then for okay. my favorite things would be something Jurassic Park related. Again, I can't do this. I can't do like four reveals, but maybe like a Richard Hammond reveal to like a Velociraptor or a Dilophosaurus. <laughs> Well, what about the one? No, yeah, exactly. There would be that one, and you pull a string, and then you would your your kind of winged ears would go up, and you'd spit venom. That's that's the one you'd have to do. Um, okay, I might do if Queen of My Hometown. I might do an Iron Brew inspired blue and orange glittery look. That mm. at one point maybe like I'd have a, a prop that I shake up. So Iron Brew is like a very popular soda in uh, Scotland, bright orange, and it's full of diabetes. And um, you just shake if you shake up. I would maybe open it and spray it everywhere. I would do something like that. (laughs) I'm not not sure about liquids on the runway, if I'm going to be completely honest with you. (laughs) Well, look, I'm going to speak to the floor manager and I'm actually, hi, um, because I've got the liquids, can I go last? And it'd be fine. I feel like you're allowed to replace liquids with like glitter. I think that's going to be the best thing you're going to be able to get from that. That's what I'm going to do for my Dilophosaurus, for my spit. It's going to be glitter. (laughs) Like glitter, like glitter glue. 
like yes. a glitter glue can kind of, that's okay perfect <laughs> okay so we have some workroom um de-dragging and uh i, I thought there were a couple of bits of note here they ask vicky scone how do you feel about getting undressed in front of people of a completely different gender and, and she's like do you know what i'm completely unfazed by this i, I work in theater i perform all the time I'm good with this. Well, pretty um, much, she pretty much says she pretty much says I'm I'm mainly performing with drag queens anyway, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, that also felt like a real producer note. They were like, go and ask Vicky about getting undressed in front of other people. I know, <laughs> uh, Vicky. Um, anyway, um, I and my two other bits, Crystal Versace. When one of them asks, "Yo, oh, you've had some work done on your face?" Okay, she's 19. She's had her chin, nose, cheeks, and I think probably lips done, and she's 19. My note is where is this money coming? Like, where is it coming from? Because imagine if you, like, you know, if you or I said to our parents age 19, I want to get all this work done. That's just not going to happen. I, I couldn't even get my mum to like, let me bleach my hair. <laughs> not even with some sun in. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like even that was, if I was trying to get my mum to buy me some, you know, Garnier Nutrice blonde hair dye, she'd be like, oh, God, do you really want to do that? That's kind of annoying. <laughs> well, maybe think Crystal. Shout out to Garnier Nutrice. <laughs> do you think um crystal versace is actually just so successful already as a drag queen she's funded this herself maybe maybe uh, or you know we don't know how long she's been working she you know i had a job when i was 12 <laughs> i had actually if if there was going to be a time that i was going to get full like botox and fillers and everything and afford it it was when i was like 18 it's when i had the most money in my life <laughs> okay okay <laughs> i had like three jobs and no outgoings it was great um, I also want to just reference River Medway here. There's just, oh, I find this, this so sad. This is heartbreaking. Um, she lost her mum to COVID and she's brought one of her mum's outfits. Fuck, that was, that was really intense. Um, yeah, cause she said, cause she said it, the, the time frame of it as well. It was really like whenever they filmed this, it was, it had like just happened. I know. Really like rough. That was really rough and really sad. Um, did you have any? Do you have any other notable moments from uh, the workroom? No, that was that was it. Okay, well, I've got one more. Um, Theresa May was just wonderful here as well because Theresa, she got really emotional because she she just hasn't been around people um, because of COVID, and uh, she found that all the entrances and being with like-minded people and supportive sisters, she just found it really overwhelming, and I just. Oh, I find that so, I find that incredibly moving. Well, it was such a strange, it was such a strange situation that she's in because she said she moved to the UK to be with her boyfriend and then her boyfriend got a job in Spain. (laughs) She lives in Newcastle. Teaching English. And her boyfriend's (laughs) teaching English in Spain. It's real like topsy-turvy. Yeah, I didn't realise because we're moving on to the, we're now in the workroom for elimination day, aren't we? Yes, so, um, I just, was... I just plunked, I just plonked all the workroom stuff together. Right, there was one of my a lovely moment in this where uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Harlot was getting ready, and she tied on like a flowery kind of thing to her head, uh, kind of like a headscarf, and they do a reference to Doc Cotton. They're like, "Oh, hello, Doc Cotton." And Doc Cotton is a famous soap opera character from uh, EastEnders. She would always wear like a headscarf, and then Scarlet's like more like Dot Rotten. I was like, "Oh, I, I like Scarlet. I've got a lot of, I've got my eye on Scarlet Harlot. She's Scar." She's got, real, she's got a real, she's got a real peppered step and a real zing that I, I'm yeah, really, she, really enjoying her. She's a fun gal. I, I think, I think, I don't want to like talk too ahead of time, but I think she might be the one that I'm the most attracted to as well. 
<laughs> oh, okay. I, if I had to pick a, if I had to pick the person, I think I'm most attracted to her in and out of drag. Thoughts, feelings? Hmm. I'm trying. To, I'm just trying to think. Yeah, I, I would. I would. Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. I'm going to give you a real, a really crap response. I was going to say I'm, I'm probably most attracted to the Brit crew, but that that's oh. that doesn't work. <laughs> Get <sorry>. out! <laughs> I know. God, how dare I'm, you? I'm, I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> oh Lord! I tell I tell you who I'm not most attracted to, and that's Matt Lucas. But we'll get on to that. So that's the end of the workroom stuff. Let's take a quick little break and come back with the runway. And we are back. Okay, we're about to do the runway. Fraser, is your finger on that little switch? Are you just going to bring up the lights? Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Bring up the lights. Oh, okay, Gru looked gorgeous in this. This is like this couldn't be more. If you like, the brand would be called Classic Rue, right? Like it was. Go- Gorgeous. The doll would be like, called Classic Rue in the box. Metallic, purple, large stripes, super into it. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, perfection. And, and then judges judges for this week is obviously Michelle, and then there's still going to be flip-flopping between uh, Graham Norton and, oh my God, I forgot who the other person is. Alan Carr. Alan Carr, oh my God, love of my life, Alan Carr. So it's Graham Norton for this week, and then the guest judge is Matt Lucas, known in the UK mostly for Little Britain, the sketch show. And yeah, do people in the US know who Matt Lucas is? He's in Doctor know, Who, so I feel, like, I feel like some like Doctor Who gays in the US know who he is. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't imagine Little Britain came over to the US. It was a very, very big um, comedy sketch show in the UK. It was like for a few years, it was the thing, and it was whatever. Like everyone did the impressions, everyone quoted it. Yeah. Um, all I will say is, it's no, it's no, absolutely fabulous. Not, no, not for me, I, but- not for Fraser, not for us. I would, I would recommend an incredibly problematic video of, uh, Matt Lucas and David Williams before they did Little Britain, uh, called Rock Profiles, where, uh, <laughs> Matt Lucas plays, uh, Shelley Bassey and does, honestly, it's a very problematic thing, but it's very funny jokes in that sketch. So look out for that. Okay. <laughs> Have you seen that? Uh, no, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go near it. So <laughs> queen of your hometown. Let's get into it, babes. Who we got first? So, uh, Victoria Scone is first and she comes out and does a daffodil because her hometown is technically Cardiff in Wales. She says this huge, huge, huge daffodil, really fun, kind of really big and over the top, but like weirdly scaled back kind of costume. Don't you think it was like big, but very straightforward? I, I totally, totally agree. Big and simple. I, I mean, you could kind of see where she painted things, but I, it was for me, it was like the perfect level between being incredibly professional. Like I feel particularly in the U S seasons, I'm kind of bored of these. It's like, um, Oh my God, what's her name? Who just won, uh, uh, U S. Oh my God. Why can I not remember her name? Simone. Like her looks have got now in the final were so unbelievable, (laughs) but they're so professional. I appreciate that. This is just a very, very good home homemade look. Yeah, it's it's not we, we, like we can take the the slickness out of everything a little bit in this whole UK season, and it you feel a little bit more like back to the roots of what the show used to be a little bit. Maybe that's yeah. a bold statement, but it's also worth noting for any American listeners that the daffodil is the it's actually the kind of the the flower of Wales rather than specifically Cardiff, but it makes sense as like a Welsh reference. 
just in case okay. anyone's wondering what any of this means. <laughs> uh, love that look. Next up, we had Kitty Scott Claus. My note here just says chocolate. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. So she's so her hometown's Birmingham, which is where Cadbury's chocolate is made. So she was doing an homage to Cadbury's. Cadbury's. I think it's the actual town of Bourneville where they make the chocolate is right oh near Birmingham. Oh my god. Yeah. So that's why she was doing that that chocolate look. Uh, I, I I didn't mind this look. I thought it was I thought it was cute. It was. It I wasn't thought it, like. God. No, you go, you go, you go. I, yeah, it didn't like blow my socks off, as they say, but it was, I, I just thought it was very cute. I liked the colors. <laughs> I Here's the thing. Kitty Scott Claus, wonderful creature that I just really enjoy. I thought this look was a pile of crap. Um, right. Also, she's got, she's got the charm you... to kind of pull it through, isn't she? That's the thing. Exactly. Have I ever told you um, about how when I went to university in York and North England, they had excuse me the round trees factory there and quite often like you'd be walking around you'd be like oh yeah they're making the chocolate because you could just smell that malty air (laughs) kind of that that kind of disgusting smell that's also really nice at the same time exactly it's a sort of (laughs) smell like where if you were like hung over it could either really turn you one way or another you know what i mean yeah it's like, oh my God, I keep, there are two different gyms I've been to where right beside them in LA are like bakeries. So you might be like <laughs> running around outside and you can just smell like croissants being like buttered and I don't know, flaked or whatever. Anyway. Feels like, that feels like a real, a real slice of Los Angeles that does. <laughs> the extremes of living here. So. Next up is Ella Viday, still standing by the fact that that's one of my favorite drag names. So she is from Dagenham and she is representing the factory workers of Dagenham who went on strike that, so they used to have the car factories in Dagenham. And I think that, that movie, whatever it was called, can't remember. There was a movie about it. I was about to say Factory Girl, but that's the Sienna Miller, Andy Warhol film. Wait a minute. Getting very confused. It's like, it's like one of those movies. It's like a, it's not a musical, but it's like a Billy Elliot or a Kinky Boots in just in the in the setting, yeah, isn't it? Stink, it stinks, of, stinks of all of that. I I, I wish yeah. I could remember what that. I think I feel like it's called Factory Girls, but again, I'm getting that confused with Factory Girl, which is Sienna Miller's Andy Warhol movie, hmm. and also Calendar Girls. <laughs> <laughs> so this, so she's doing kind of an, a, a quite a literal homage to that. She's dressed as like a sixties sixties woman with a you know, her sign that I've seen everyone turn into a thousand different memes. Um, and she's talking about kind of equal, equal pay and, uh, sex, uh, ooh, what was the word she had in her coat? Equality. I don't sex know. equality. Oh, equality. See, so she, so she held up sex on the, <laughs> she said, we want sex on the sign. And then she opened up her coat and it said equality to spell out, we want sex equality. Lovely. <laughs> quite Lovely. a, yeah, quite so a long it's... walk to get to that, <laughs> to get to that moment. Oh my, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Next up we had Anubis. So she's from Brighton. So, okay, we need to break this down. She was wearing a helter, a helter skelter on the Brighton Pier dress. So the helter skelter, is that just like that big slide that you go down? Yeah, it's the, the helter skelter. Yeah, it's the red and white striped slide that you go down. Yeah, I think they That's do know right. what helter skelter is in this country. I know that that book about Charles Manson was called Helter Skelter. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and then she's got, she, her hair has done like two big things of ice cream. Was that what it was? Yeah, yeah. I because because you have ice cream because you traditionally Brighton is by the beach. Fraser has major issues with that beach because it's not a sand beach; it's a pebble beach, <laughs> and you'd have ice cream by the beach. Yeah, and you sit on stones and eat ice cream and be like, "Hmm, this isn't a beach. This kind of sucks." <laughs> 
Brighton has a lot of other nice things, by the way, and I'm not dissing Brighton. Just, I'm just saying it's uh, not great. Who's wait? And also remind me, meet Jill Black was from Brighton, wasn't she? Yeah, and and Michelle did a reference to that. She was like, "Oh, you're not doing the uh, the pavilion," and that because that was Meet Joe Black's look. So, like, oh wow, we're going to be dragging Meet Joe Black again, everyone. Ooh. Right, babes, who we got next? Oh, we've got a good one. Oh, next. We've got a fucking star. So River Medway comes out, and she is doing a homage to a statue in her hometown um a statue called thomas fletcher waghorn and i looked up just real quick he was a, a sailor english sailor and navy officer and he basically he had the idea of a new route from great britain to india through the Suez canal of egypt and that's him Uh-oh. pointing in that di- it's him pointing in that direction and the statue is in chatham which is the town in kent that i think is near the river medway i believe and basically okay. she's doing this kind of amazing homage because she says that basically there's always a traffic cone stuck on his head so she's doing a drag version of that statue including the pose this was fucking amazing also Thank you for the history lesson there. I genuinely mean that. I really love the fact that like a queer person is reclaiming this statue and this thing because clearly that man with all those trade routes back in the day was incredibly problematic. Let's just yeah. say, hey, British exactly. Empire, horrible. Um, so I love the fact that she's reclaiming it and making it her own thing. Yeah, yeah this a, was... a queer non-white queen as well. It's just like, fuck exactly. you, I love it. Um, <laughs> This was fucking phenomenal. And I, I love the fact that no one in the, the judges really knew what it was, but you didn't have to. It was just funny because the pointing and that very like smooth, quick, gentle sh- shuffling that she was doing with her feet. Yeah. And they gave her some great, great help in the edit. They put a ding in every time she did the point, which was amazing. <laughs> and that, yeah, just Rue lost her shit. She just went at one point, she just goes, I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. Speaking Next of, up, we had of, speaking of, uh, yes. of the of Medway and that area. I've got a real issue with the next one. Crystal Versace comes out and she is doing kind of a garden, kind of a vine inspired look because she says, "I'm from Kent. It's the Garden of England. This category is hometown. Kent is not a town, ma'am. Kent oh is a my county. God. Oh my God. You need to." That is like one of the most boring critiques that's ever come out of your mouth, babes. Oh, just silence in reply. I'm just going to continue. I don't, I don't believe, I believe that you would have had the exact same thing if it had been a Scottish thing. So I think you need to. Okay. Give me the equivalent. Give me the equivalent. So, so if next I up my is Ronnie G. Okay. No, hang on. We're moving on. on. We're if moving my, if, on. Okay. Okay. But one thing I want to say about Christopher Versace, Garden of England, <laughs> look, the makeup is phenomenal and the look is fine that's all i had to say yeah she, phenomenal. She, looked, she looked she looked really like she looks gorgeous she's still doing that cartoon bomb face which i just i can't get enough of just like makeup up swooping up and back gorge yeah who we got next ronnie g is doing oh, the God. cotton mills this was a tough okay. look i thought she was a mouse I- yeah, I've just written Cotton Mills. Uh-oh. Here's <laughs> the thing that we've forgotten about Ronnie G is we had many weeks to fall in love with her and her personality. But actually, when it comes to the looks and the makeup, she's not great. Mm. It's more her personality and her talent that is great. Thoughts, mm. feelings, emotions. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I just, I was kind of confused by this look. I know she's referencing the Cotton Mills of the hometown. Where's she from again? Is it... uh Roch, Rochdale? No, I can't remember. Rochester. She's from one of the Roches, and yeah, and it's. The, I think their like local industry is 
you know, cotton or whatever. But yeah, it just was a strange, it just felt like I, it felt like it needed so much more. Don't you think like a whole train made of like little cotton balls or something? It just felt very, very minimal. I know. And her makeup was bad. Mm. But she did make a Lisa Stansfield reference. And that's she really good. did. That's the only, the only like famous alumni of her hometown, right? Is Lisa Stansfield. Now we, do, we don't want to. the world and I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am from my baby. <laughs> just, just Lisa Stansfield, just a 90s pop star. I was going to say we might get into trouble, um, rights wise in terms of IP <laughs> with us singing that song, but I, I don't think Lisa listens. I think we're going to be fine. <laughs> Okay, next up we had Scarlet Harlot. Now she's doing, is this, a, she, oh, she said Queen Elizabeth I. That's what it was. Well, it's a pearly queen with a Queen Elizabeth. So she's literally <gasps> doing pearly Queen Elizabeth. She's doing like a mashup, which I thought was really, right. really smart. Can and you, she, can you, can you, well, can you explain to the listeners the pearly thing? Because that's a, that's yeah. a very specific nuance. Yeah. So she's, she's East, an East London queen and East London are famous for the pearly kings and queens, which is this very specific East London kind of traditional look that men and women would wear. And it's this kind of, it's black with silver kind of details all over it. Um, I actually don't remember what it is that they do, pearly kings and queens. I just remember what they look like. <laughs> I can't remember how yeah. they came about. They're just like a thing from old, old, old East London. And she's doing yeah. this kind of like, she's taking, because their looks are very over the top and actually she's done like a very pared down pearly queen because she's combined it with a queen elizabeth look so it's kind of this like weird weird mashup that i thought she looked gorgeous really like and she i thought she did a, a great like runway presentation very like cool and calm and like regal i loved it and then matt, matt lucas matt lucas did make me laugh when he he said that she looked like art garfunkel <laughs> I that was yeah, a really funny joke. I just I, it was it was a very solid look for me personally. Whenever we go historical, I get slightly turned off. I have to say, just really say it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Why is that? the only I don't know. Just because I like to think about the future rather than the past. <laughs> right. So you want to you only want to see like Queen Queen Alada, Queen Amidala, right? <laughs> exactly. I oh my god, my I think I was saying to you the other week. Just someone if I could do Queen Amidala and Snatch Game, but then you pointed out you can't be a character, so I'd have to be... Natalie Portman. <laughs> Natalie Portman. I was about to say, I was about to say, um, Kira Knightley, because, oh my God, the de- the royal decoys. Anyway, we don't need to get into the Star Wars episode one right now. Another <laughs> <Really> day. <don't. laughs> okay. Next up, Electra Fence. And Ooh. I've just written, Coal Miner. Uh-oh. Yeah, I did see your notes ahead of time, and this, this <laughs> note made me laugh out loud. Coal Miner. Uh-oh. Indeed. Yeah, it she's was doing just, a, she's yeah. doing a, a, a very weird coal miner look. It was like coal miner, like a sexy coal miner in chaps, which I did, I did appreciate seeing a coal miner wearing chaps, but it just was very simple. And instead of being kind of pared down and simple, it was kind of just simple. I also feel like because she's so short, she kind of needs some, some embellishments, <laughs> right? She, well, oh, are you asking me because I'm five foot seven? Is that why you're, you've thrown the question over to me? Yeah, yeah I sometimes like to wear a short, um, short, <laughs> short correspondent, Ben Anderson. Um, I can speak on this. Yeah, she needs, she, what she needs, like, what, some giant, like, six foot high feather plumes coming out of her back. Is that yeah, what you're like saying? A, Maybe. Just like a, like a taller wig. She was wearing a very flat, she was doing like a slick, a slick back on top wig, which I did like that it was like a, the root was black, like it was coal, which I thought that was actually very fun, but I just feel like she needs some, 
she's some height in the hair as well. She just looks a little a little squat. It's also just always bad territory where a look involves just like making yourself look a bit grubby. It's just yeah. a bit yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a risk. It's a little bit it's a little bit chimney sweep from Mary Poppins or something. Anyway. <laughs> Who have we got next? Oh, next is Vanity Milan. So she comes out in this yellow and green, like Jamaican flag, big, like fluffy, poofy, loofy coat, which is this kind of uh, flouncy, flouncy, flouncy kind of tool coat, which has got all the different uh, kind of postcodes for kind of black neighborhoods in London, which I thought was really, really cool. And then I actually, like for a second, I was like, oh God, it's not going to be a reveal. And actually I thought to myself, even if it wasn't a reveal, it was really fun, like really kind of, impactful but bright and colorful but then she kind of reveals but i like the way she did the reveal she didn't drop that coat to the floor and just walk around she kept it as like a shoulder kind of puff situation and she's wearing Mm. this fun kind of spangly jamaican colored jamaican flag colored dress underneath and she says she's got her like brixton box braids in i i loved this head to toe she had a very very fun yellow heel on as well um it's uh also a little bit like that that picture of Adele that we we talk about quite a lot that's yes, still yes. on her Instagram Adele going to the Notting Hill Carnival uh last year <laughs> that's deeply problematic that's where my head went I saw I saw, a, I saw a, a TikTok yesterday yeah that's right everyone grandma's talking about TikTok I saw a TikTok of some girl talking about that post and she was she basically was crying with laughter saying that she couldn't believe it was still on Adele's Instagram <laughs> yeah <laughs> oof um, Oof, for the way, thoughts, thought, thoughts and feelings on Brixton as a place in South London? Uh, excuse me. I lived there for quite some time. It was one of the most traumatic uh, <laughs> two years of my life. I had the most fun and also didn't sleep because I basically lived in the middle of Brixton, which is a fucking bonkers neighborhood. It yeah. is loud and colorful and fun and not the kind of place you want to be in the middle of the action of because it is exhausting. <laughs> the energy, The energy of Brixton. Okay, actually, just to sum it up. At Brixton Tube Station, where you, like the underground oh, station, God. to calm everyone down, they play very loud, very soothing classical music, specifically just in Brixton, just to chill everyone out. That's the kind of energy <laughs> we've got going it. on When there. you come out of that tube station, it is intense. Oh my God, it's That so walk intense. up Brixton High Street is, is just like the most chaos you've ever felt in your life. <laughs> Oof. Right. Theresa May, she comes out in a black and white uh, football look translation soccer american yeah. listeners and uh, she's referencing the football club in newcastle isn't she she is indeed newcastle united <laughs> is that what they're called <laughs> <laughs> New- i really <laughs> i came at that with such confidence and i lost confidence the second i started talking I know. they're called newcastle New- united aren't they New- newcastle ball club <laughs> i mean we, we don't know <laughs> Oh, God. I, I wasn't a huge fan of this just because I don't, I, I don't appreciate football references that much. And well, we know. don't, we don't agree with sports. Yeah, I'm, I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, and I thought she, okay. she kind of looked like Beetlejuice, which I kind of enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, for this round of looks, we had Char- Charity Case. I don't know why I'm struggling with the Charity Case, and she came out as a Lancashire Rose. Yeah. Again, not, not, a, oh, not a yeah. town, but okay. <laughs> right, yeah, a county, yeah. chill out. Yep. 
American listeners, counties are sort of like states in many ways. Anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. So it would be like saying, like, oh, do do your look as Dallas, Texas, and you came out as like the state of Texas. Anyway, so what did you think of this look? I thought there was some really fun elements and then some, I felt like she maybe ran out of time with some other elements. Yes. What do you think? Okay, so it was, um, it was, uh, I mean, they referenced it in the panel. It's a little bit Audrey too. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of like green and vines and things going on. My main issue was the greens didn't quite match. Like the greens were a bit all over the place. It's like she uh, she painted the, the leaves and they looked good, but then she was wearing a different green colored pair of tights. But then she said she made it all herself. And I'm like, okay, do you know what? I'm going to let you have it because it is yeah. good. I think, again, like we're saying with Simone level of looks, I'm just, I, I'm used to pretty elevated and uh, yeah. not like I felt like maybe she... I felt like maybe she ran out of time with like the body paint side of things. I felt like that if she if she had an extra like thirty minutes, there would have been a different story with like the body paint and it, that being kind of fully formed. And I think that would have really like pushed it over the edge because the actual rose like head and like horror it was she was kind of like a monstrous rose. The face part of it I thought was really cool because I think she'd made the teeth the teeth looked like they were paper, but like they didn't look shit. Like it looked really good. It was only when I was really squinting. I was like, I think those teeth are made of paper. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm still excited by it. I I still, I felt, I felt something. (laughs) I felt something. Okay. So we're into the second runway and we start off. This is my favorite things. Very loose theme. And uh, Victoria Scone came out and did an afternoon tea look, which she, she describes as kind of inspired by Lee Bowery, which I thought was a, a fun, just a fun reference point. And I loved this look. It was like a head to toe bodysuit with the afternoon tea, like, tray like levels on it and a little thing on top her hair was a like the thing you pick up the afternoon treat what is that thing called like a cake stand she's a cake stand there we go she's a cake stand and i love that the sandwiches i couldn't remember yeah i couldn't remember the name of that yesterday either (laughs) i like that the sandwiches were removable and i really enjoyed that i thought i thought it was a really fun look i loved it this is like this is both of her looks have been very big clear and strong and i would describe them as like high-end arts and crafts like she's made Absolutely. this herself and it's not hundred percent perfect, but it's really fucking good. And I yeah. appreciated that. Kitty Scott Claus, she came Oof. out in an ABBA inspired look. Mm. I just wrote, not quite good enough. I'm worried. Yeah, this was this was very odd. This didn't match up to what she'd done so far. It felt like a weird, a weird decision. She then also said, she was talking about ABBA, she also said, if they were around today, you know, they'd love this look. I was like, they are around. <laughs> <laughs> they're very much still around <laughs> they're alive they're dead they're, yeah <laughs> building that abba arena wherever that is anyway oh yeah uh next, next up the- eleva day comes out and does one of my bugbears which is a kind of a pride look um i get listen i get the message i love it i don't want to see it <laughs> you know are you <laughs> Are you not proud? Is that your issue? You're not proud. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Wa- I don't want to see pride anywhere. No, I just on the on the main stage, a, a pride look to me is always a little like. It's a little. Know. I agree. It's a little route one. It's a little mm. bit like uh huh. My issue, like my issue with this one is um, my issue with pride in general. No, my issue with this <laughs> one is. <laughs> I, uh, the, 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 the outfit, it just essentially looked like Joseph and his amazing Technicolor dream coat. And then her hair was a color that didn't match any of it. It just, yeah. Um, can I also just get you to, to use Elevaday in a sentence, please? The phrase. Oh, I'll tell you what. 
so far i I crashed my car this morning and you know then i got shot in the face afterwards it's been an hell of a day thank you next (laughs) up we had anubis and her her favorite things sea creatures (laughs) just sea creatures and she had a bra a sort of bronze look with a squid in her head yeah and and she was wearing like a net and she talked about how sea creatures are camp and she's like a shrimp is camp which i thought was fun (laughs) She's not wrong. <laughs> She's not wrong. I just see creatures. Mm. Love that. Imagine being on a date with someone and being like, tell me some of your favorite things. And instantly being like, oh, sea creatures. <laughs> I'd actually go as far to say they are my least favorite thing to look at or to eat. <laughs> I'm actually terrified of them. <laughs> who, who did we have next, babes? River Medway. She bopped out and her thing was music. <laughs> Now listen, I know she got like pulled to pieces for this look. I still had a great, great, good time watching her. I, I think, yeah. yes, it, the only thing that was music about it was a few musical notes on her top, but I still think she looked adorable. She looked so <laughs> she, cute. She knew, she also knew that it wasn't good enough because she was saying like, I just got to sell, sell, sell it. And compared yeah. to like, you know, her previous look where she's shuffling around this one, she brought the energy. So that, so yeah. that was good. Um, next up, Christopher Versace. Cats. Cats. (laughs) This, this to me, maybe, maybe this, call me cynical, but this favorite thing might have been reverse engineered from a great costume. (laughs) (laughs) Call me crazy, but I think that might have been what happened. And no one else has ever done that in the history of uh, this show. But this was a, this was a very solid look. It was like a sexy, sexy S&M kind of Catwoman cat. Like you can't go wrong with it. And her makeup was again, flawless. Like she's so stunning. Her makeup so oh my god i just i hate i hate using the word fierce because it's it's died like a horrible death but it that's what her makeup is like it is the definition of what that word should have been for drag you know that before it got like ruined i know it's this oh ronnie g speaking of makeup uh, and you're it um ronnie g comes out i think she loves computer games i wrote i wrote i wrote of course she's a gamer of course she's a gamer gay. I'm like, I can see it. Um, well, she let's not get, comes, let's not, let's not get crazy about, about calling out people who are gamer gays. Okay. Cause you're talking to one. Oh, I know. I know you've got your little Nintendo switch that you like to do your games and your, your Mario's and your Tetris and your Tetris <laughs> and Bob's <laughs> and your friends. Fuck off. You're so fucking patronizing. <laughs> How dare you? I, this, this oh. makeup was really, really odd the makeup was so strange she wasn't wearing any makeup right she had like a green oh. eyebrow and like a lip and i, I well, that's, all I can, that's all i can see we've just gone from crystal versace who is like the definition of utter makeup perfection to ronnie g playing a computer game maybe not wearing any makeup who knows <laughs> there was a metallic jumpsuit all yeah. i know is i was disappointed i did, again just a shout out to matt lucas who called her sonic the hedgehog <laughs> <laughs> Does it actually relate pro- properly to her look? It's, it's, you have to get, take about three different turns to get there, but I liked it. Sonic the Hedgehog. Very funny. Scarlet Harlot. Do you know what? One of her favorite things is also music. Turns out people <laughs> love music. So she came out in a, an eighties look, um, that later on Rue described as, um, Whitney Houston, I want to dance with somebody, which some, somebody, somebody, which it felt like that. <laughs> and there's like a wire that going around her leg and it was just really fun. 
yeah she she sold it with the performance as well and i will note that a very uk reference she makes she's talking about the wires she's like i've got wires around my leg i've got wires up my nunny that's why I'm, maybe that's why i'm dancing around and you know if any us listeners couldn't get the context of that a nunny is a vagina hmm. <laughs> electrofence one of her favorite things do you know what it's just her birthday she loves her birthday. She wrote, why did I write this down? Love a birthday because I get spoiled rotten. It's not that fun, but whatever. She was doing like a whole kid, like a spoiled kid look. A lot of like just, mm. you know, like bashing around in the runway and like licking a big lollipop and saying, mmm, sticky. I, I I wasn't in love with this. No. I think she, was she wearing flats? I think she was wearing a jellied, a jellied wedge, I believe is what she was wearing. Oh and again, God, you are greatest. I'm not I'm just, I'm just saying, don't, don't, you know, don't kind of, I don't know. But what I will say, I don't know if, if you felt like you were reading into some kind of like, you know, some drag subtext, but she kind of almost ripped off Jimbo's It's My Special Day at the beginning. Yes. And also, because she was had that blue lollipop, she had the blue mouth of Sister Sister from uh, last season. I was like, ooh, I see the conspiracy. Oh, well done remembering all those people's names as soon as the season ends they're just gone yeah, you, you get like men in black mind wiped you're it's just gone um yeah so speaking of left turns uh vanity milan came out and her favorite thing's estonia <laughs> yeah but this is but this is lovely because it's her i know her it husband made, it made me laugh <laughs> her husband's from estonia and she lived yeah. there for five years yeah, it makes perfect sense. It was just when she came out and said, my favorite thing's Estonia. It's like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She looks great. Uh, I love this look. She looks gorge. Yeah. She's, she's, and she's also only been doing it a year, hasn't she? Yeah. Oh, I've got my, I've got my eye on you, Vanity Milan. Don't mm-hmm. like that name. Oh Next up, Theresa May. Oh. One of her favorite things is art. Okay. Oh. This look, now this look makes oh. her boy look make sense. She loves a big, bold, colorful pattern. I wrote down here, she's very, don't know if you ever saw Ruthless People with Bette mm. Midler. She's very that vibe in it. Like mm. big, colorful, late 80s, early 90s print. Just, big business. oh my God. Another big, Bette Midler. Exactly. <laughs> and she said that she hand painted that outfit which I oh. thought was really, really like an amazing little kind of touch. And she, she kind of rounded off by saying, I'm arty, I'm farty, and I'm ready to party. <laughs> Lovely. I, I, I love everything she has to say and do. Even like, even that Beetlejuice football outfit, like I'm, I'm sold. I'm fully all in on her. And then, and then yeah, I finally. just, I saw, I saw your note here and, and actually I, I couldn't agree with you more. This, this is char- charity case. Uh, her favorite thing is freak shows, which is quite problematic. And, um, she comes out in this kind of Jack in the Box yeah. clown outfit. And you're right in your notes where you said, it looks like a really good Halloween Horror Nights outfit in a way that just doesn't feel that new. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I've bought the VIP tickets to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights and I'm being followed around by someone in a very good costume with good makeup. Yeah. And it just, yeah. I mean, when she does the Jack in the Box and like a penis comes out, that's fun. I was yeah. like, that's good. But here's, oh my God, I I hate saying this. It's just not for me. And I hate saying that because I don't want this all to be like one type of drag, you know? Yeah, no, I understand. I understand. And I think there's, I think there's something to be said for bringing something different, but it has to be a different that is not something that you see already. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm not making any sense. But I did like when she came out that Graham Norton said, oh, look, darling, the babysitter's arrived. <laughs> it made yeah. no sense at all. And it really, really, really <laughs> made me laugh. So dumb. Uh, right. Okay. Those were all the runways. A lot of people, a lot of looks. I think, mm. babes, let's just flick to what happened because they did a bit of a special thing and Rue decided that the top two were going to lip sync for the win and the bottom two were going to lip sync for their life. Yeah, we're getting so, a little all-stars, a little all-stars mixed with regular action, which is fun. So who, who was safe? Let's, let's quickly run through who was safe first, right? Um, sure. Well, we can do Kitty, Ella, Ronnie, Vanity, Chariza, and Charity. I think that's yeah. everyone. Yep. And then, um, the tops and the bottoms, we've got Vicky Scon, Anubis, River Medway, Christopher Sachi, Scarlet Harlot, and Electra Fence. Yeah. And essentially, I'm just going to skip to it, babes, because here's the thing, we've got so many names and we don't really know all these people yet, but lip syncing for the win, it was Vicky Scon and Christopher Sachi. Yeah. Now they did. Yeah. What total did they eclipse do? of the goddamn heart. Thoughts, feelings. How do you feel about this song? Okay. I, I love this song because my dad, Felix York, uh, randomly revealed to me that Bonnie Tyler is one of his favorite, like, vocalists. <laughs> like, he loves Bonnie Tyler's voice so much. So I now, despite her songs, this and holding out for a hero being a little bit overdone in the world, I have like a special love for Bonnie Tyler because weirdly it reminds me of my dad. <laughs> and yeah. I, Total Eclipse of the Heart is like one of those songs that you might roll your eyes at a little bit when you're kind of, when you think about it. And then when it's on, it's really hard to not sing along to it. I think that's pretty, it's a pretty good lip sync song. It's got a lot of emotion and campness. Well, I think, and we'll get onto it in a second, but I think this is like a very old school, big power ballad. And then the next song in the lip sync for the life is like a, you know, contemporary fun one. So I thought they complemented each other very well, but yeah, you're right. This song, when it comes on, I'm like, oh, but then I get into it. So this lip sync, Vicky Scone, she did some fun prop, uh, some propage. She was throwing her sandwiches around and then she she also took her, her, oh, what did she do? I was going to say with the sandwiches, she answered one of them like a phone, which I, yes. I can't ever deny that that is something that makes me laugh. <laughs> she also shimmies off her, her skirt. Um, she was really playing a real like comedy game with it, which I appreciated. Yeah. Whereas now, Crystal was being much more sincere, I would say. Now I'm just going to cut to, I'm up in that lighting rig and my job oh my is God. to, uh, my job is oh my to God. use the, the, the spotlight, the follow spot, as they call it in the business. And I think each, each girl gets their own spotlight. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to, okay, what are, so I'm, okay, I'm on, I'm on Victoria Scone. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, she's moving right. I, I can't possibly keep up. I mean, am I wrong? But was, was Victoria Scone in the dark for like half of this lip sync? She, like, yeah, whoever was in that follow spot, and we're going to find you, we're going to look at the credits because do you know what? You better get better for, for episode two. Like, they just couldn't follow her. She was her. not moving and also, quick. <laughs> and also it was, <laughs> She's dressed as a bloody cake stand with sandwiches. She is not moving quick. Um, also, it was a, an issue because she's got, she had very dark eye makeup with big lashes. So you couldn't see her eyes at the best of times, let alone when she, when she was in the dark. Yeah, she needed, yeah, it, it felt like she wasn't, it felt like they were just like, oh, just put the spot on Crystal. It's fine. Yeah. So anyway, but Crystal, um, she was being far more sincere and like more fierce in quotation marks. Mm-hmm. And she ended up winning the first Rupeter badge of the season. I liked, um, she, she did this very like monotone British thing I've written down. I'm going to try and do it. Amazing. Like what the fuck? I won the first challenge. 
I think you actually were a little too animated doing that, actually. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let me try again. Amazing. Like, what the fuck? I won the first challenge. There you go. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I did I like, thought, just real I, yeah. quick, I like the moment where they both were down on their knees and then she, uh, then Vicky basically made Crystal help her get up. <laughs> she was like, yeah. help me up. I cannot get up. Yeah. That was, that was yeah, very it funny. Was, it was solid. I would say it was solid. Yeah. Now. So we get the bottom three come up. So River Medway is safe of that three. So I was oh, very happy God. about that. And we got Anubis and Electra Fence in the bottom two. Are they going to be lip syncing too? <laughs> what a fucking song. A doo doo but a doo doo. It's got a doo boop but a boop. Oh my They're God. Little sweet, mix. Sweet melody. Oh, li- this song, this is, was one of my most played songs of last year. It's so good. It's so great to go on a run to, or if you're like pre-gaming at your house, or you just need to pick mm. me up and you've had a coffee, this song is a jam. Love yeah. it. All you need so is again, that bit that goes, ba 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 ba. so yeah compared to um the old school of the previous song this was ideal for me so yeah electra here she really went all in with the gymnastics Mm. she started off by doing a sort of limbo thing now she she didn't really show any face emotion throughout this whole lip sync it was all about the gymnastics and the tricks and she was she kind of had the vibe of a frenetic child and the, the look really just added to that so there was the limbo thing the the thing that she no not the limbo thing there was a thing she did at the beginning where she was doing the splits but she didn't go flat and she was basically bouncing on like the inside of her ankle like bouncing it was like i i I couldn't work out what what muscles and what bones were being were doing that i i was incredibly impressed with her in the lipstick it was a real good like display it was she did everything and sometimes when people do everything it is a little bit like all right we get it it's like overkill but the song it suited the song like and she i felt like there was enough like ups and downs with it that was really really good as in the end oh my god when she just stopped splitting around and just basically grabbed her pigtails her ponytails and just spun them around like helicopters i actually i think i was alone and i cheered at that moment i love a ponytail helicopter i love it (laughs) She, yeah, like, look, it's, you, no one wants to go home. Episode one, she put absolutely everything into it. But there just wasn't any, like, it was, uh, I don't know. It was like watching a circus performer with no face emotion. Like the right. gymnastics were amazing, but they were, they look, for me, they made me feel sore rather than being impressed. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I thought, it was like watching yeah. someone like do contortion stuff. Yeah. And I thought actually uh, on the kind of flip side of that, I thought Anubis did some really good face work in this, yes. in this lip sync. She kind of did this like fake over dramatic, like kind of, kind of like scary sweet melody, which I thought was really fun. Um, and she, yeah, she kind of did that thing where she, she kind of mocked herself not being able to do all of the, all of the kind of dips and flips that Electra was doing. I actually totally. thought that she, I thought she did a, it was a really good lip sync from like both of them. I thought they actually complimented each other really really well it felt like you were getting like wild gymnastics mixed with like fun and silliness i was i thought this was such a fun lip sync and do you remember last week i was saying i was a bit worried that maybe the lip syncs sometimes on uk aren't as fun as the us and i felt like they really shut me up with this one (laughs) yeah no i and also just this song straight out the gate for me and i mean look it had to be electrofence staying she had to shantae you stay because you doing all pulling out all those tricks like yeah. I think Anubis knew halfway through that she was a goner. Um yeah. so yeah, Electra Fence. She shanted and stayed and Anubis went bye bye. The thing with Anubis was 
she was so smiley and sweet when she was saying goodbye. Do you know what I mean? Like there was no, she wasn't bitter or angry. She was like, do you know what? Would love to, you know, went home the first week. Didn't didn't expect to be the first one out, but I am. Yeah. She was was just really lovely with it. A very gracious and classy exit. Like for sure. It was, it it, it was nice. And again, not to be patronizing to someone who's young, but I, I appreciate a 19 year old, doing that <laughs> you know no i completely if agree if there's ever going to be a time to be like to let your emotions fly out and, and be bitter it's when you're 19 because i would have been like if i was going home week one i was 19 I, i'd be like I, no can we stop the show i'm gonna need to speak to the producers i would yeah. be a fucking nightmare <laughs> you'd be you'd be you'd stomp up into that gallery and be screaming at someone wouldn't you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Gallery translation control room. Anyway, that was the first episode of the season. Uh, we got a little, a little glimmer of uh, next week. I just wrote Ronnie G in a crop top. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I loved this first episode. I felt really like super energized and full of like, excitement and i don't know i i think last season was so good that i my expectations were so high already and actually i feel really really excited about this season to come i i like everyone like it's a it's one of those rare kind of seasons where i'm like oh just i'm just really excited to see every episode i know that sounds like i'm being very very false but i'm actually telling the truth yeah i i do think it's hard coming off last season, which was so phenomenal, and the whole COVID of it all just amped up even further, made it even more amazing. I'm not saying COVID is amazing, just the way that they dealt with it on the show. Um, It's always hard going from, look, Bimini, Tace, Lawrence, we've got big relationships with those gals, and then coming in with a whole new batch. Like, the feeling of going from a final to an episode one, you kind of forget that you have to sort of start afresh and you don't have a relationship Mm. with any of them. But I would agree, everyone's much like Drag Race Canada – Everyone seems lovely. Yeah. It feels like a, and yeah, I, you're, you're, you're so right. It feels like a really nice bunch, very supportive and also just full of like, I don't know. I just felt like energy coming off the screen. I felt really energized. I felt like everyone yeah. was like truly bringing it, which made me really happy. It's like, it reminds me of when I was at school in high school and, um, uh, people would be like, Oh, would you know what? That's a really nice year. You, you're in a really nice year, really lovely bunch <laughs> of kids. <laughs> Oh God, yeah, and it was every other year. Or oh, the year the year below, real trouble. Real year trouble. above. The year, year above. above. Night trouble. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Drag Race Recap UK. This episode was produced by Bree Weiss. If you've got something to say, get in touch. Drop us an email at dragracerecapuk at afterthought.media. Yes, and please listen to us on our podcast, You're Welcome America. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, and all those good places. And follow us on our Instagram. We're at You're Welcome America, which is the letters You Are Welcome America. For bonus Drag Race UK content and more, support the show over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Drag Race Recap UK is an Afterthought Media podcast.